This is CliffCentral.com. Hello and welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central. I'm Shemaine Harris and on controls is Palisa Maboya, how's that girl? Awesome. Well, it's very good to have you with us today. I'm Liesl Tom. Hello, Shemaine. How's it? I'm well, thank <laughs> you. You're looking gorgeous, friend. As always, darling. Always. Even though my hair's not combed, I look gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Um, mm. Shemaine, today we have someone in studio who's no stranger to Cliff Central. Uh, she's been on the leadership platform before, but I promise you, we're not going to have a boring old leadership conversation. We're going to have one of our very special spiritual conversations. And you know, there are a few people who just went boring <laughs> leadership <laughs> program. Bored? How dare she? <laughs> you know. And I'm um, sure she also, your our guest. I'm not gonna uh, go there now. She also like she she gave you a cockeyed look. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only because uh, the leadership platform is, of course, uh, we're friends with them, so we're allowed to joke with them. Mm-hmm. But our guest today is spiritual teacher Taryn Sido. Hey, Taryn, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Nice to be here with you all today. And awesome. what we thought we would talk about today is. The basics. Let's go back to the basics because, you know, um, we often talk about things that many of our listeners are aware of, mm-hmm. but we, we're also hoping to get new listeners and mm-hmm. to inform people. And besides, you know what? I found that spirit loves hearing what it already knows. Mm-hmm. There's no harm in talking about things that we all know about because we can always get a new insight into it. Mm. And Taryn came highly recommended. Uh, I asked one of our, one of the friends of our show to recommend someone for me to talk about energies and chakras and auras. And she said, don't you dare get anyone else. Get Taryn Sido in and she will explain it lovely. So there you go. Oh, thank you so much. Wow. <laughs> I'm very lucky that I have people that recommend me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Taryn, let's start at the basic building blocks of spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, as a starting point, um, I'd love to just reflect on what you said in terms of it going back to simplicity. And some people may have heard of this stuff before. But in the true um, essence of growth and spirituality and and um, perspective is I always invite people to listen like it's the first time you're hearing it. Mm-hmm. Because when you're present enough to hear anything for the first time, you hear a nuance, you hear a perspective, you hear something that shifts um, some part of you. So mm-hmm. I, would, I would start off with that, that whilst we call this the basics, it's actually the heart of it. Also, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're mentioning that because sometimes it's just great to uh, get a refresher, to hear stuff again, because then you hear it in a new way. Or maybe when you heard it the first time, you weren't ready to, you know, to hear it or to shift. And now hearing it again, you know, you're, you're ready for that process. So so it's great for, for everyone, actually, for newbies and those who are Curious and those who are old hands, even the gurus, even the gurus. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, spirituality has no sense of progression to it, it's always just expansion. So, there's it's impossible to say who's further along the journey than anybody else. That's lovely, yeah. I like you know, a, a progression, uh, it's expansion, yes. So, progression is almost like time. Laps or, or what? Yeah, like the milk can get like sour in three days in expansion. What? What is that? The milk just circles up. Shemaine, what's happening <laughs> in your home? <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly true. Is the ego wants us to grow and has a benchmark of how far along your path are you? But energy work is really about becoming lighter, mm-hmm. becoming more. Mm-hmm. And the the basics of energy and the basics of spirituality is to understand your light source, which is your energy source, and to work with your own frequency. And has it expanded? Is it lighter? Is it mm-hmm. more open? Um, you know, one of the things when we are in our mind and we're 
in our day-to-day stress and trauma. We close off our energy. We block things. We, we resist. Mm-hmm. And, and understanding the energy system and working with your own frequency and the auras and the chakras and all those things we're going to talk about today mm-hmm. is about always ever, you know, you never finished opening that and expanding it and allowing more in. So where does one start? I mean, it sounds, it sounds grand, it sounds intricate, and, um, you know, and I'm sure it's all that. Yeah. But one needs a starting point, you know, if you're going to go into the journey. And the starting point would be understanding you are more than your body. So if, if you meet anybody, there is more than the physical form that you see. Mm-hmm. When I walk up to you or you walk up to me, there's an intrinsic experience. There's a feeling mm-hmm. of connection. There's almost an, an well, what's not almost, there's this energy around the person. What did you feel when you met us? Oh, it's very hard work. <laughs> <laughs> I felt excited (laughs) (laughs) and welcomed. Okay, the welcome. This this energy that you keep on talking about Mm. can can that be defined? Well, it depends what your um, expectation of definition means. It can be defined. It can be defined in the. Um, experience. It can be defined in the essence, in the, in the sense I have. Now, as children, we're taught to value form over experience. We're taught a pen is a pen. We're not taught about the energy around the pen. We're taught a person is a person. We're not taught to teach to read the person. Mm -hmm. So it can be defined, but the definition itself is not one that goes with the data that your mind is normally wanting. It is really not about trying to pin it down to something that is um, uh, labeled in a black and white term. Mm -hmm. But if we had to bring it to a definition... It is the intangible in the tangible. It's the experience behind the person. If I walk into a home, I get an experience of that home. Mm-hmm. It's not what I see. It's not what I hear. Mm-hmm. It's not even necessarily what I feel, but there is an experience mm-hmm. of being there. We all know when we're walking around looking for a new home, people talk about, I felt at home there or mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. That's this, this knowingness, yeah. the sense of energy, your vibration connects with that space mm-hmm. and your energy is telling you, oh, there's something here. Now, the, probably the closest definition, my angel, is the one of this is connecting with your intuition, mm-hmm. your inner knowing, the sense of connection with what does the energy tell me, mm-hmm. which is beyond the logic, beyond the obvious, beyond the form. So I'm not sure if that gives you a starting point of You know, it's very – it, it, Conversations like these are very interesting because we cannot quantify or qualify what we are talking mm. about. And yet we know, we, we all feel it here somewhere in our gut. Yeah. Also, you know, as, as you're talking, you, you said quite a few wonderful things, you know, and, and you kind of like, stop there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the challenge with this work. Eh? You, you know, and you, and you want to go like, um, you need to explain that a little bit further because we did promise that we are going to, you know, to, to bring it down to basics. basics. Um, so, and one of the things that you were talking about was vibration, mm. you know. So I'd like for you to, to expand more on, on that, you okay. know. And so, yeah, because that's kind of. Mm. And you also earlier mentioned the word frequency. Are yes. those, are, are vibrations and frequency somehow related? Absolutely. So the best way that I can describe frequency is that we all have an energy field with us mm-hmm. and, and this vibrates at a frequency. And the best way to describe it is actually a bit like radio frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, whilst you're listening to this, there could be a whole lot of other channels or radio stations happening at the same it's time. Where you tuned into. But where you tuned into, mm-hmm. exactly. Now, if we had to understand on a human level, our emotions give us a clue of our frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was to start at a middle point at the frequency of just um, almost nil, if we had neutrality. to give it no neutrality, that's the sense of fine. 
It's just almost nothing. But isn't that thing. where most people operate? If you <laughs> ask them, how are you doing? I'm fine. fine. Which mm-hmm. is actually a thought, not an emotion. It's, it's, uh, it's almost a detachment from your frequency. Wait. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an emotion. It's a thought. That's yes. what you said. Fine. Okay, so fine. Guys, now you heard it. This is when women go, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> now you know there's a thought behind it. <laughs> it's a thought. That just dropped. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, then when girls say, no, it's fine. I'm fine. That's fine. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. So now if we start going into the sort of a lighter side of the frequencies of our emotional state, which impacts our energy, it impacts our And lighter would feeling. be what? Lighter would be a feeling of lighter. Okay. So if we go to heavy or light. So happier. Yeah. So if we go into the, the lightest um, emotions we have, if we look at our energy, it's a feeling, is when we start going into acceptance and peace and harmony and joy and love and compassion and kindness. These would be experiences where I feel light. Mm-hmm. We then go into the shadow, and the shadow starts going into resistance, anxiety, mm-hmm. despair, worry, Heaviness. anger, judgment. And the worst, the lowest energy, the darkest energy is shame, shame mm. and guilt. Mm. So our highest frequency is joy, and our lowest frequency is shame and guilt. Now, as a human being, we have this range of emotions. Mm-hmm. It's not to say light is not good and dark is not bad. You have to experience all of them. Mm-hmm. So this is not about resisting fear, resisting anger, resisting judgment. Your frequency, your vibration is it's about the way you think about how you feel. So let me give you an example. If I can step into my fear, but I can be open and accepting and loving of my fear, then my vibration is about that combination. It's about the thought about the emotion becomes my auric field, my energy mm-hmm. field. So there's a shift that happens. Absolutely. So you tune into a different frequency. Absolutely. Sadly, most of us live in resistance of our shadow mm-hmm. stuff and in judgment of our shadow stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it just starts to be suppressed. And that suppression pulls in your energy field and blocks your aura, blocks your chakras and starts to impact your energy health. Mm-hmm. And so the relationship of this emotional body with your energetic body is we can work with the energy body to unlock emotions. Okay, so there's the emotional, the physical, the energetic body. So, so we have four ha- bodies, mm-hmm. a, a physical body, mm-hmm. an emotional body, a mental body, mm-hmm. and a spiritual body. Okay. And healing is the holistic integration of them. And the spiritual body, is that what... Uh you know, some people refer to as the soul. The soul. And is that, is that your spirit. energy? Is that when we talk about the energy? Or is the energy the combination, combination. of all four those bodies? Combination. As, as you were talking about, you know, the, uh, and these are your labels, the light side of emotions and then the darker or the shadow emotions. What I, what I almost got is that the lighter ones are the more pleasant ones, mm. the ones that we we strive towards. Yet we as humans are programmed to feel the darker ones, but we don't want to. We suppress it. And once it's suppressed, it's still in your energy field. So one of the things that we talk about with healing your energy, healing your vibration, is bringing light to your shadow. Mm-hmm. I always say to my clients, let's take that thing that you've got in that dark hidden box that you don't want to look at and let's just sprinkle some fairy lights on it. Because if we can bring it out, then your vibration shifts and we remove the blockage. We heal that which is suppressed. Mm-hmm. But isn't it because we, in our society, are not taught how to deal with emotions such as anger? Or I mean, or yeah, shame, shame, shame is, I mean, I, I, I cannot even fathom how I would guide my children to deal with that. Whereas I can, you know, think of ways to deal with anger. But, but what we are taught from the get go is you are not allowed to show your anger. Mm. And then, you know, some of us, like me, implode. Or explode, you know, mm-hmm. you, you just well, swallow and swallow and swallow and, and then, then one explode. day there's this 
completely out of proportion reaction. Absolutely. And when we can start to understand this relationship between this emotional body and your energy body, it starts to give some tangibility mm. to what we're talking about is the chakric system is your energetic anatomy that is connected to your physical anatomy. So I've got my body mm-hmm. and I've got my energy body. Mm-hmm. Now, the same way you clean your body, you go and have a bath and you put on deodorant and you look after your physical body so that you can maintain it and look after it, some of us better than others. Mm-hmm. We have to do the same with our energy body, but we ignore it. And whenever you ignore anything, it gets dirty and it gets ugly and it gets suppressed and it gets smelly and it gets all those good things. Yeah, because it's not fully in our consciousness yet that we have to look after our energy body. I mean, <clears throat> I, I mean, we talk about this all the time, but even for myself, still, it's a novelty. It's like, oh, I've got to, oh, I've got to clean the ca- the chakras and. Clean the word, and we'll talk about that now. But <laughs> how do you but, clean your chakras with good you, old soap? You, no, I'm teased. You, yeah, yeah, that could work. I, I was just wondering I how know. the hell you get a smelly <laughs> chakra, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys have time for jokes. <laughs> good for you. Life's too short not to joke. <laughs> so, but but the the one thing that I that I that I'm hearing, you know, about this, the feeling thing is, you can gauge where you are. Um, by what your emotions are telling you, so and and that also then would that mean that you can you can make your decisions easier if you know okay I'm, I'm this is what I'm feeling so that's not good for me so um, I make a decision to go somewhere else with it's your your with, emotions with is the wisdom of your real truth mm-hmm. and if your emotions and your mind are in disconnect your emotions is the truth and your mind is the lie. Mm. Now, this does not mean your emotions are the only thing to act on. Mm. Um, but once we can open ourselves to accept what I feel with grace, then I'm open to being able to see what my next choice could be. And the acceptance and the graceful acceptance of everything I feel is information. Mm. Everything is about coming back to peace and flow and harmony. And when I'm in a state of resistance, I'm going to block And so if I resist how I feel, if I resist how I think, if Mm -hmm. I resist what it is, I'm not going to be able to move forward. And most of us are in a state of blockage, resistance. So so many people are stuck. So what do you unhappy. do? What do you do? Say you're in a state of resistance and say it's, there's something, there's nothing you can do about it. And say it's, it's days ahead. So you're projecting into the future. Um, but it's still a concern. What do you do? How do you alleviate that? How do you say, okay, um, I, I'm, I'm not resistant to this. Where do you go? Well, you need to, well, one of the opportunities is to start with what would make me embrace this right now? And I talk about a state of acceptance. Mm -hmm. And acceptance, just to clarify it for your audience, because it all um, relates to this energy body, is acceptance is, uh, it's not condoning. Mm -hmm. It's not even saying I like what is happening. Mm -hmm. But it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And so acceptance is the ability to um, be in each moment like you chose it, in exactly the way it's happening. Mm. Especially wow. when it's not what you wanted. Because uh-huh. that keeps your energy light enough to be able to move forward, to have choice, to be able to think clearly. I but like that's, mm. sorry, Shemaine, but that's easier said than done. Oh, very much so. Mm. It is the human dilemma is the challenge is that most of the time we're living in resistance mm-hmm. and in anger and in judgment and in difficulty. And that is why our energy systems are so blocked. Mm-hmm. And that is why we are living in manifesting because it obviously impacts what we attract. Our energy frequency, like science, is Mm -hmm. what we emit is what we attract. So your frequency becomes what you put out into the world and therefore what you attract. And the more angry you are, the more angry people there are around you. I don't have a lot of angry people around me. Yeah. Is that one of the laws of uh, the universe? Absolutely. What you put out, you get back. Absolutely. Cause and effect. Mm -hmm. And so I work with most of my clients at a huge level of compassionate awareness of the role you play in your own life. Okay, so with with this attraction thing, because that that's always something that that bugs, um, you know. Because I don't know 
I know I'm I'm not getting it right all the time. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Earth. <laughs> so because because now you go like what you focus on grows basically. So if you if you're thinking of that or you're vibrating on that, that's what you'll attract. But now, so you've got two separate thoughts. You've got the dark thought. You've got the mm-hmm. light thought. So you have you w- w- they get together. You've so got to layer does, them. Yeah. Does that cause stagnation? Um, because now you're telling me, well, you know, if you, if you if you focus on 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 that to uh, to grow, um, it'll come. But if you focus on uh, the fact that you're afraid that you won't grow, then that will also come. I'm like, come on! So they both come together. Welcome to the laws of the universe. It's paradoxical. Nothing mm-hmm. is about it's right or wrong. It's about the combination of both and being able to live in the complexity of it. Mm-hmm. And very, um, I don't want to confuse, I'd rather want to try and bring it back to the simplicity of it. But Thank you. The, um, <laughs> the thing you are attracting is not what you're thinking. It's the experience from your heart, which has got to do with your feelings. And okay. your feelings have got mostly to do with your thoughts and feelings about yourself. Okay. So if I'm in a level of... Um, Denial of myself I refuse to take care of my needs I refuse to look after me But I'm out in the world being kind and compassionate to everybody else But my dialogue to myself is Oh you stupid get why didn't you do that When you're going to do this And and I've got an inner The way mm. I treat myself Impacts the frequency for the law of attraction More than anything Because mm. you attract that which you are internally mm. And so most of us have these beautiful vision boards And we're out and we know we're going to manifest And we're out doing goodwill work And you know we're treating everybody else kindly But the inner dialogue and the way you treat yourself And the level of kindness and compassion And even care for yourself mm. is devoid But Darren, those kinds of thoughts Like, oh, I was really stupid Or I should have, mm. should have, would have, could have Aren't they normal thoughts that yeah. people have? Sadly. So <laughs> if, if you're telling me that, that, that they are preventing you mm-hmm. from manifesting whatever it is you want, um, how do you get rid of them if they, if they pop into your head well, you've got randomly? to disidentify them. You've got to learn what triggers you into believing that about yourself. There is no child born thinking that. But couldn't that also help with your with your growth if you if you don't disassociate but you actually look at them, um, kind of like what you said earlier when I uh, you know where you go like okay so so there is that um, how can I what can I do to make a different is there a way I can accept it how can I accept it and what can I do with it so so I would go like okay but you know. If you now obviously go on with it continuously without trying to learn from it, then you know, then that's another story. So, so again, this layering of I can accept it and then I can see is it serving me, and if it's not serving mm. me, you have the free will to change it. And I'll come back to exactly what I said: all negative thinking is learned. There is mm. no child born disconnected from their spirit. There's no child born that is disconnected from their heart. We are taught who to be and we're taught what is right and we're taught fear and we're taught judgment and we're taught what is wrong. Mm-hmm. And then our mind, we kick in and we identify with our thoughts and think our th- we are our thoughts. We're not our thoughts. We are our energy. Mm-hmm. And our energy is more than that. It's impacted by our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is this great awareness, exactly what you're saying, is that most of us are lived, living our lives very trapped in a negative dialogue with ourself and the world. And quite an inauthentic reflection to the world, because that which I'm thinking is not what I'm expressing. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice on the outside. Mm-hmm. I call it the good girl um, dilemma. Yes. It's I'm being good, I'm being nice, I'm being, but it's not real. Mm-hmm. And so we need to come back to what's blocking. And so that's where the energy field is. When you start working with the chakras and the auras, you can see what the blockages are. One question about this energy thing. What is a vortex? Oh, God, she's trying to keep it simple. And then she asks me <laughs> questions like that. For me, it's like a suctional, you know, it's like a, a fast moving, I don't know. Are you talking crazy about energy? it from the context that sort of Abraham Hitz would bring it forward? Is to step oh. into the vortex of creation? Is that the way you're talking about it? Well, we could do, but I also have a friend who, ca- who came to my yard once and said uh, there's, there's a, a vortex. vortex. And okay. So I'm thinking, so, you know, you can, so you can give us both. Hmm. 
I love the way you want to keep it simple. Okay. Um, <laughs> let me try and simplify this because this would be something I would teach at a more advanced level. Okay. Once we've got the. Don't worry. Some of our people who listen will are, be not, are not beginners. So when we understand that everything is energy, between you and I, our energy fields actually create us. Mm-hmm. So the form is the mirage. The energy is what gives shape to it. So uh, the frequency is what holds things in place. Now, when we start to understand that everything has an energy blueprint, everything has an energy frequency, the chair does, the house does, the plants do. And we'll, Mm -hmm. that's why some plants we like and some plants we don't. We're allergic energetically to some things and some things we like. Now, if we had to understand that the world is made up of an energy blueprint itself, Earth has what we call ley lines. Mm -hmm. Ley lines are energetic lines that run across the Earth that hold the frequency of Earth in place. And we can talk about how that adapts and shifts, but that's probably a different workshop or different talk. (laughs) Now, when certain lines collide, it's like anything. It Uh it clashes. It creates a pool of energy. Right. So now this becomes a vortex. A vortex is a sort of um, a, a place of birth or a place of transformation. It's where things that are energetically holding things in place are colliding and it's creating a space for change, a space for transformation. That can be quite draining or it can be quite lifting, depending on what is going on. Um, and so when we have ley lines that are connecting, and most spiritual uh, places in the world, Egypt with the pyramids or Stonehenge and that, they have vortexes in them. And, and they've been created around these ley lines. Now we can go into who knew and how. No, it's fine. Lisa wants to move on to the chakras or something no, like that. No, no, no. You just, you said they can be quite draining and that, mm. that made me think, you know, what about, um, People, how do people drain your energy? Oh. This idea of energy vampires. Exactly. How, how does that work? Exactly. So, energy. So, you know, one of the most important things for us to do is to look after our own internal energy. Mm-hmm. For us to get in touch with our energy and to maintain it. The same way I was talking about looking after our body is to look after our energy. When we start realizing I am the fuel for me. Not I'm not dependent and codependent relationships is where I look to you to make me happy. I look to you to make me feel better. I look to you to make sure I have worth. That's when energetically we're in the world of stealing. I, I go and steal your energy so I feel better. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I'm in a relationship with anyone, our energy intermingles. The more intimate the relationship, the more intermingling the energy. And so obviously sex has something to do with that as well. Um, but anybody we're close to, there's an energy and there's cords that start to get um, between your energy field and my energy field. And if I am relying on you to feel better, then you're going to start feeling drained every time I talk to you. Mm-hmm. And How we do get, you stop that? We get a solar plexus, which is one of our chakras, and that it's the one just above our belly button. That is our power t- chakra. And it's all about our sense of power and free will. When we've got cords that people have attached or we've attached through that, that's when we the phone rings and we get our stomach goes in a knot because we don't want to talk to them because we know that it's it's draining to us. Mm-hmm. So one of the most basic energy practices is to cut cords. Is every time, even with the people you love, is let them live their own life. So you need to learn every to time. Live every time. Is every night? Does that scare you, Liesl? No, carry on. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, do, do you know why? Because we had we had a conversation with someone the um, the okay. other day with Danny, and we we talked about uh, about this, you know, um, and so 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 obviously we know doing this program that Ooh. we all have di- different interpretations Ooh. and the way we we structure our lives Ooh. are different. So we don't. So so that was one of the conversations, and 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 it felt like. Because now to me, when you say every day I go like and, and cut the cord, I'm going hmm, to what <laughs> every day my child that cut the cord every day because I'm at that age where I should let him live his life Absolutely. and he is a grown up. And, oh, you know, so I never thought that that thought would come up that you need to do it, um, you know, every day and also with the people that you love. What's so more importantly what about, what with about the people love, you love then if you cut the cord, don't you love them any less? So, so let's. Go into so love is a heart chakra 
um, experience. Now, the heart chakra is very different to the solar plexus chakra. Mm -hmm. Solar plexus chakra is about power. It's about free will. It's about choice. It's about perspective. Now, if I've got solar plexus cords, which is often what people call love on a human realm, Many, many families, the dynamics of love is like, because I love them, I tell them I'm an idiot. Before, mm. Because I love them, I force them into a career. Because mm. I love them, I don't let them do what mm. they want to do. That's not love. That is just yes. pure manipulation and control. Yes. And that is a solar plexus so awesome. cord. Whereas okay. when I connect with my heart, I can pour love to every human being I meet and I will never, ever run out of it. Uh-huh. And it is pure love, but it's a freeing love. It's got no conditions attached to it. Sadly, we live in a universe or world where people are confusing love with control and power and dominance and fixing. And even the nurturing mom who rescues her child all the time from the consequences of their own life. That is not love. Okay, so that's mm. a, that is control a, a and manipulation. Now yeah. so you, you, you've um, gone so into cord. the chakras, but before we we start at the bottom, uh, I just want to ask you: when you are uh, in a crowd, mm. why would you feel drained then? So because honestly, crowds. Yeah. So, so this is again one of those energy maintenance t- tools. Is that if we had to understand, I have an energy body, um, and when I go out into public, into shopping centers, into crowds, if I don't know how to surround my energy field with a layer of, um, I don't call it protection because protection is not necessary, we'll talk about that, but in a layer of, it's mine. (laughs) So Mm. you can't all use it. Mm -hmm. Now most of us, especially those of us that are quite empathic or empathy, we send out these energy filters into the world to go and see how you're doing, what you're doing, what's going on. It informs us. Now go into a crowd and do that and you pick up a bit of theirs and pick up a bit of their stuff and pick up a bit of the other person's stuff. This person's angry or you embrace some of that. And so your energy feels like a sponge. It just mm-hmm. absorbs whatever's around you. And before you know what you do, where you are, especially the more empathic you are, you've got a smorgasbord of emotions in you, half of which are not your own. Mm-hmm. It's just a contamination from the world around you Mm. so learning how to pull your energy and say this is my energy I can send it out but I don't have to read feed off of all your stuff which also feeds into the world of energy vampires Mm. and many healers are called empaths and they find the work very draining because they don't know how to manage their own boundaries their own sense Mm. of looking after themselves and and it's a very strong clue of like it's a protection mechanism to go out and feed off everybody's energy and to read it mm-hmm. and to see it. And we do this unconsciously. It requires quite a high level of awareness and consciousness to learn to manage it. Would you like to finish this thought around protection and then we start? I can do that. So a lot of people in the world of spirituality talk about how you need to protect yourself from evil, protect yourself from negative energy. There's no such thing as negative energy. There is dark energy, yes. But, um, and you need to have the discernment of knowing that and seeing that in the world. But protection, if it's coming from a place of fear, mm-hmm. remember when I talk about frequency and vibration, if I'm doing something from a place of fear, I'm at a vibration of fear, I'm going to attract that which I'm fearing. So I always talk about I lovingly surround my energy field. I bless it. I hold it as mine. I share what I need to. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to fear. There's no need to be running around protecting yourself. You can have a look at it. Um, sadly, those people that are living in the most fear are the ones that get the most traumatized. Mm. They've got a hundred guard dogs, forty, um, you know, walls. Mm. Keep putting it higher. Alarms. Another alarm system. Another so and they're the ones that sadly not. And it's a real. I'm generalizing, so there are exceptions to everything because that's the way the universe works. Is that which you fear, you attract. Mm. That doesn't mean don't have the discernment of of looking after no. yourself. You know, you know, the 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 Arabs have a saying: trust in God, trust in God, but tie the camels. Exactly. So exactly. you can't be stupid about no. it. And in South Africa, we do live in a dangerous society, or 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 the 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 perceived danger is a lot higher than anywhere yes. I'm aware of. So you, you do what you can do, but. 
You don't have to go overboard. Is and, that what you're saying? And it's not to say if something's happened to you, you deserved it or you mm. attracted it because that's another. So you'll hear all these paradoxical laws of the universe. It's just saying what is happening. What, what does this offer you? Um, but it's not to say you attracted everything bad that's happened to you mm. and you're a terrible person and you've done this and you deserve it. That's nonsense to you. It's about what does it offer you? Mm. Where's the perspective of what you do with it? And, and it's hard for us as human beings to release fear, to release judgment. To yeah, release also because um, sometimes, you know, you're so used to it that mm. that's your crutch. Um, it's and your almost, pattern. Yeah, it's, it's almost a normal our default. Thing. Yeah, yes. it's kind of like if I let that go, what will I and fill it with? Yeah, and, it's, and it's what we know. And more importantly, it's what you were talking about outside before the show. It's how we belong. Mm-hmm. So when you don't do it that way, you're weird. And where's my sympathy? <laughs> you know? and, and, yeah, and, and you're like a, a little bit of a be noticed, you know, exactly. because that's what you exactly. operate from. That's Exactly. If you're used to creating chaos, I guess, you yeah. know, it becomes uh, your pattern. Uh, and I Unless talk about our seduction something. with drama mm. is energetically what fuels most of us to feel alive because we are drained is drama. Because mm. drama produces adrenaline and adrenaline feels like energy, but it starts getting drained. And so we end up in adrenal mm. fatigue and stress induced. It runs out. Because it runs out. When we are looking after our energy fields, it never runs out because we connect to getting our own energy. But if we're not getting that, we're going to try to get energy from other places. The energy vampire, the adrenaline. Energy drinks. Uh, energy drinks. <laughs> and then we get sex, drugs and alcohol because, you know, that's all going to start bringing that into Okay, no, okay, I, I'm, so I'm just, I think we need we to need move to go, on huh? to the chakras yes. now. So what are chakras? So chakras, if, if we are to understand the energy system, is chakras are the points of intersection between the energetic body and the human body. So we, on the, th- let me just leave that out. Um, we have at this point seven known chakras. There is shift in consciousness that's happening that's bringing other new chakras into awareness. But for this point, we'll stick with the known ones. And these are sort of energy vortexes. Sanskrit is a, it's a, like a swirling pool of energy that connects at seven points on our physical body, all the way from the base chakra up to the crown chakra. And, and if you had to think, it's like the plug-in. It's the plug between the physical body and the energetic body. Mm-hmm. Is as I plug in with the one chakra, it, it's the connection point of plugging into that space. And that energy vortex, every one of the seven, hold a different frequency of information, hold a different power, hold a different essence. Mm-hmm. And so as I plug into all of these, and then like whenever you plug into something, you maintain it and you make sure the flow is there. And like it's it's it's... Really, like plugging into universal consciousness is I remove the blockages and I switch it on and, and I get a fuller energy field through this intersection between my physical body and my energetic body. Does that make sense? The way? Yeah, and, and, but also it, um, you, you differentiate, okay, obviously on the different, uh, spaces or spots on the body and also with color. Yes. Um, so do you want to, do you want to talk to us Absolutely. about? Absolutely. So we can. Are you wanting to go through the chakras and the colors yes, please. associated uh, with Yes, please. Yes, the the way you get them, them, them okay, chakras, where they are, what they do, them colors. You okay. know. So you can do the one first, and then the colors after, and the significance of. Okay. Of. So the reason color is important is color is just vibration. It's just frequency. Is you know, white is the ultimate reflector, and black is the ultimate absorber, and everywhere between black and white is a color spectrum, which is just a frequency of light to shadow. And so understanding that frequency, that's why we have colors associated with the chakras, is that color gives us a resemblance of what its purpose is if we look at the spectrum. So light and color, crystals, all these things, they all align with frequency. Um, okay, so if we had to start with the base chakra, so the base chakra you find at the bottom of your spine, so almost it's the one that is most awkward when somebody wants to try and heal it because they're going to put your hands near your body where you don't think you should mm-hmm. be touched. But it's down at the very base. We call it the sort of intersection between your top half of your body and your bottom half of your body, which is in many ways called the hara. This is where you find your base chakra. Hara, how do you spell that? H-A-R-A. Okay, so the base chakra, that's your pubic area. Yes. Okay. And so the base chakra is the color red. 
Mm-hmm. And when you think of the color red, you're going to get mm-hmm. like fire. You're going to get fear. You're going to get all those sorts of things. And so that's what this um, chakra is all about. Is it's it's sort of our sense of stability in the world. Mm-hmm. Is how safe do you feel being alive? Okay. Are you able to stand your ground? Because of these, that um, chakra moves all the way down the legs into the into your feet onto the earth. Does this chakra? Directionally point downwards. Down. Yes. So this chakra is actually the only one that has three ways. It points forward, backwards, and down. And the, it points as like a, uh, what's the best way to describe it? It's like a cone mm-hmm. would be. So there's a cone coming out the front, out the back, and down. And the importance of the down is through your legs into your feet, which is called grounding. Grounding is the ability to be like, Standing strong, like mm-hmm. warrior pose, like I'm strong mm-hmm. in my own body. I'm, I'm ready to take on the world. And so the, the base chakra is the one that helps us overcome fear. It's the one that overcomes stability. And it essentially is like our tribal chakra. The sort of, if you use drumming or very strong sounds, mm. these are the sounds that kind of heal that chakra. So when you dance, if you mm. do, if you do like, um, not ethereal mm. ballet dancing, mm. if you do like, you know, sturdy, yeah. African, African dance, dance like gum, you know, the gum like, dance. Yeah. Are you, are you activating yes. that chakra? Yes. It's, okay. Yes. yes. And you will feel it. You'll feel it starting to buzz and, mm-hmm. and, and just having that sense of like strength. And so it really is about I am strong. So you can do a dance, a jig, mm-hmm. uh, if you, if you feel movement. you need to activate it and, and get your strength back. Movement for the is incredibly important in terms of activating your energy fields and removing blockages and that sort of thing. There are many movements and sounds and crystals and. So what would, what would the sound be for, for the, the base there's chakra? There's different sounds. Uh, the, um, there are b- different mantras, but the sound that you can predominantly go with is a sound that's called uh, just like uh, that's mm. the sound, or it's um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with one. That's fine. Today. <laughs> so, okay, there's you so wanna, much, there's can, so much information. You, you I'm can, quite aware yeah, of that. You can so, move, you can move okay. to the next. So then we move like. up into what's called the sacral chakra. The mm-hmm. sacral chakra is between your belly button and the base chakra, and this is orange in color, and this is all to do with sexuality and creativity. Mm-hmm. So every um, aspect of your life that's got to do with giving birth to something. Now that's masculine and feminine is we give birth to ideas every day. Mm-hmm. We give birth to new concepts. We give birth to our words. And so those of us that are fearful of bringing forward new to the world often have a, a, a blockage in our sacral chakra. Um, and it's obviously got a lot linked to your sexuality as well. So um, your sense of ability to be sensual or be comfortable in your sexuality, whatever that is, has got a lot to do with this. And so Obviously, if you've had violation on a sexual level, this chakra is impacted Mm -hmm. and there's often energetic healing that's needed is that even though it's long gone, there may have been a scar left Mm -hmm. energetically or a blockage, something that um, came into there. Um, This is very much the sort of movement of like moving your hips around and belly dancing dancing (laughs) kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's got a lot to do with passion and fire in your belly and those people that are almost you know they've got no oomph like they're Mm -hmm. just like it's often this need for like passion that's going to build up and it's going to and it's very much linked to the world of tantra even is how do you shift that energy from a sexuality point of view um I'm not sure with your audience, but when we're looking at sexuality, we often have the orgasm, which is the energy release. Mm -hmm. When you activate this energy, you can energetically push that energy up to activate your other chakras. So there's a real need for us to embrace this relationship between, because often when we're quite creative, there's a, a feeling of sexuality in it. Almost almost being turned on Mm -hmm. by your creativity, and it's Mm -hmm. the same energy. What you do with it is your free will, Mm -hmm. but it's it's there as that choice, Um, and it's there as that activation of that similar kind of building energy. Does that make sense? Yes. Your your eyes are gone. Like you have a question. (laughs) We always have questions, but you know we have to. We 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 also have to time. So. 
Mm-hmm. The next one is the solar plexus, which is just above your belly button, sort of just if you put your hand up behind, just below your breastbone. And this is like a golden sun, a yellow sunflower. So it's everything to do with this, the, the sort of the color of power. So this chakra is all to do with how brave you are. You know, are you, are you comfortable to assert yourself? So all assertiveness and arrogance and passive aggressive issues are linked to the sense of, um, uh, your sense of, um, knowing that you have will. So it's got a lot to do with your perspective of choice. You know, do you walk through your life owning your choices? Or are you a victim of life? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, does everything just happen to you? Or are you in control of your own destiny? Mm-hmm. That's all got to do with. And are you so comfortable problem. with with, you? with how you do? Yeah. And what that, you do? Yeah. When you do? <laughs> what is, you do? is there a dance? Uh, the <laughs> I like find. this idea of linking a dance it's, to each other. Yeah, chakra. you can. You can link animals to it. There's animal movements. There's sounds to each one. When I do my trainings, we go through all of them. Mm. Um, the the more than a dance move specifically, there's almost a sense of breathing in. So the, mm. the breath is more important with the solar mm. plexus chakra. Mm. As if yeah. I have to so go into an interview. you can do it in a dance and do it and rhythmically yes. because that's a dance. Absolutely, mm. I think. And mm. and breath is a very powerful tool for movement Mm. Um, so when we're looking at that it's that can you breathe beyond your breast can you breathe down into your body there's this powerful tool of breathing so you push all your air down through your body and that activates the solar plexus chakra so you can find it you can make a dance move that's got a lot to do with and what would the sound be um so we started with earth for the bass Uh uh the one for the um uh, sacral is ooh. 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 <laughs> ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh, ooh for orgasm. Ooh. Yes, no, wait. yes. Uh, ooh, oh, so the oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I do it in a thing. <laughs> oh, ooh, oh, oh, <laughs> so I have to get the. <laughs> so the one for the solar plexus. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So then we go so into the heart. Yeah. Uh, ooh, oh. So we're going to the art and the sound for the heart you're gonna love is ah. So like you know That's why we do that when something's We know it by instinct. We do all of these you will know it's because your soul remembers this. You know, when you're learning, your soul knows, it resonates with it. It just reminds you. It's like putting your feet into your slippers at the end of a bad day, you know? It's like that's the sense of um the heart. Mm-hmm. So we've got like seven minutes left okay. for the, the, the heart for the other chakra is the, the, about mm-hmm. love and it's about your sense of compassion and kindness and openness, but true love, freeing love. Uh-huh. Um, it's love in the absence of judgment. It's love in the absence of control. It's love in the absence of trying to dictate my will. Mm-hmm. It's just in the sense of compassion and that has to start with self. And why is it green? So green and pink, it's got both those frequencies because it's the color of, um, it's the sort of middle spectrum of color. If we look at the spectrum of color, it's in the middle. So it's the intersection point. And green's got a lot to do with nurture, aliveness, and a sense of, um, uh, compassion. Yeah, and the Archangel Raphael that works with it has also got this green sort of healing energy. And it's the intersection. Um, and it overlaps pink and green are the same frequency. And when you look at the higher chakras, when you look at the shift, turquoise and magenta become the more vibrant energies of this sort of heart area, this expansion. Mm-hmm. And we're in a big place universally to shift out of solar plexus to heart um, mm-hmm. healing. Then we go to my favorite being the throat chakra. So it's my favorite because it's the one I've had to work on the most. Um, and Were you silenced as a child? Yes. Well, okay. yeah. And, uh, and also a lot of past life silencing. All right. You know, being very persecuted for speaking up. Okay. Um, so the throat chakra is your ability to express. It's your ability to make yourself known in the world, whether that expression is written because your hands, especially when your handwrites have got energy fields that come from the heart through the throat down your 
arms into your fingers when you write. Mm-hmm. And then also when you speak or sing or make any sort of noise in the world, you've given life to yourself. Okay. You've made yourself known. Everything else is internal until you express it. Mm-hmm. And so the ability to express yourself in the world. There is a awareness around do you express yourself from your mind or from your heart? When you express yourself from your mind, you're expressing yourself as you should. You're speaking what you think others want to hear. Mm. When you express yourself from your heart, you express your truth. And that can be with love. You can Mm -hmm. say no with love. If it's no, it's no. Okay. And the heart and the throat can do it together. Absolutely. More important than these individual chakras is the connection between them at any point in time. Mm. Then we get to the third eye. Oh, did we get the sound for that? Uh, Ooh. 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 U-H-L. 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 Okay. It's like ooh. You know? Ooh. Um Ooh la la. Okay. Um, and we get to the... Sorry. Ooh is the... Th- um, I'm lying to you. Ooh is the thymus. I is for the third eye. Sorry, for the throat. I. E-Y. Okay. Like like I. Uh-huh. E-Y-E. All is a thymus chakra. Also, also oh. the expression of I yes. would then be I, the throat I, sound. I, I, okay. And if you wanted to chant that, you would actually chant it as I, 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 and that's how you heal. Mm. Okay. And it creates a vibration. Absolutely. All of these sounds, when you start to chant them, you'll get them. Then we'll quickly do the third eye and the crown because we're running out of time. The third eye is your sense of intuition. It's your inner knowing. It's your inner sight. It's your ability to connect back with that which has been in you all along. Um, And I often, when I work with um, teaching people about their spiritual path, is it's not about learning. It's about remembering. And opening the third eye helps you remember. It helps you see clearly Uh beyond form. It helps you shift into your inner knowing, into your Mm. consciousness and links to that pituitary gland. Can that also be your dream center? Absolutely. Okay. So many, that's between the eyes. Many, many of us have got very blocked third eye chakras. There's some. A, A Y E, A A A A A. Okay. And then the final chakra is the crown chakra, the thousand-petaled lotus flower that connects you to the divine, and you open up to being connected back to source, God, divinity, universe, whatever word you want to call it, and it's agnostic of any path. You can mm. choose whichever path. But this is this is actually where to get energy from, mm-hmm. not from any of these outside places we've been talking about, is to download white light into your auric field from this place. And, and the crown chakra is white. It is white and purple. So some okay. will talk about it as purple, like a deep, deep indigo. Uh, sorry, we didn't do the colors of all the others. Um, but it's a white light that comes into it. That and so you can send it. that down to the whole and, of your yeah. body, down then, your chest. Uh, yeah, so if you connect to source and bring in this white light, and then you imagine almost a column going through each of the chakras that we call your chakra column. And that heals the connections between all of them. And the sound for that no. is E. 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 Okay. <laughs> you wanted to say? No, I just wanted to ask very briefly, how do these chakras get blocked? Or rather, how would you get rid of a blockage more importantly? So, you know, there are two very different questions. I mean, how we get blocked is a lot of what we were talking about earlier. That's through right. our emotional experiences trauma. and our traumas and our difficulties and our perceptions and our judgments. All of these things form blockages. That's why as a child we're born open and then we develop blockages and then we enlighten or we awaken or we grow through releasing the blockages we've had through our lives and every person I work with is different (laughs) so now we're out of time Oh, but I'm not we, done. I know, <laughs> I know. We are really out of time. Well, we'll have to thank do it another day. <laughs> thank you so much, Darren. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. I hope that brings some awareness. It did. It was amazing. Thank you so much, Palisa. From Ishumane Harris, Shab Shab. And from me, Liesl Tom. Taryn, thank you so much. I'm not well. done with you. We'll All have right. to bring you back. Anytime. And I hope you have a very pleasant day. Take care now. This is CliffCentral.com.